Welcome to the Collect Call. This podcast is an offering of the Acts 8 movement, proclaiming resurrection in the Episcopal Church. I'm Holly Powell. I'm a layperson and a member of Christ Church Cathedral in Lexington, Kentucky. And I'm Brendan O'Sullivan Hale, and I am also a layperson, and I'm a member of the Episcopal Church of All Saints in Indianapolis, Indiana. This podcast is about the intersection of liturgy and life, as seen through the lens of the Collects in the Book of Common Prayer. Now, collect is kind of a funny-sounding word, but it's just another word for prayer. And it's spelled like collect, as in, you might collect pumpkin spice products that do not actually exist, including pumpkin spice Doritos, (laughs) a Chipotle pumpkin spice burrito, Mm. pumpkin spice spam, and I hear there is a new album coming from the Pumpkin Spice Girls. <laughs> I heard that there was going to be a mashup album between the Spice Girls and the Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have to tell you a story, Holly. Okay, do tell me. So, as our listeners may know, I was in Nigeria for a week, a couple weeks ago. Indeed. And so, Lagos did not actually live up to its rather fearsome reputation, but its traffic is incredibly horrible. And uh, so we had a lot of quality time in cars, and um, and we had a driver taking us around because you don't want to drive by yourself in Lagos. And sure. so he had like this sort of I don't know makeout mix on his the CD player. Sexy times in Lagos. Yeah. <laughs> One of them was a Spice Girls song. Do you remember the uh, the song "To Become One"? Um, Brendan. Of course I do. I karaoke that song sometimes. <laughs> well, it, it's fascinating to listen to because I, I, I maybe I was dimly aware of it at the time, but didn't really fully appreciate it. But the Spice Girls really can't sing. Oh, no, not at all. Not a lick. <laughs> so anyway, that's my story. I listened uh, to, to Become One in Legos. Random aside, and then I promise we're going to get to pray in and stuff. But <laughs> when I was going to... Shenzhen, China for work several, I mean, probably 10 years ago. We flew into Hong Kong and then uh, our company had hired a driver to pick us up at the airport and drive us across the border into Shenzhen, which is about an hour, uh, maybe an hour and a half drive, depending on traffic. Because there were three of us and we all had big bags because we were going to be there for a while. They sent like a, wasn't a limo, but it was kind of like a classy, like, like a suburban or something, I yeah. guess, like a bigger, a bigger kind of SUV type taxi, and it had DVD player in the back. So the taxi driver, you know, we're all jet lagged as hell and just ready to get there. And the taxi driver's like, "Oh, you're Americans? Okay, I've got something for you." And he slides in a DVD, which is a Britney Spears live in concert. <laughs> Oh, and God, was, he knew you so well. I know, I know. I was like, this dude is legit. Like, <laughs> and so I'm just like singing along, you know, and my coworkers are seriously about to stab me. It was amazing. So that's my favorite, like, weird music in a taxi story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of weird music in taxis, I need to tell our listeners to listen all the way to the end of the show this time, because we do have a 
weird singing challenge thing oh, coming up. Oh, yeah. That's that's key. Listeners, y'all need to hear about it and participate. Oh, yes. This is definitely audience participation required. <laughs> <laughs> but before we scare you too much, <laughs> we should probably pray, huh? Yeah, I think we should. This is the collect for Thanksgiving Day, correct? Uh, it is, when presumably you will have, like, the only thing that, in my world, pumpkin spice is actually good for, um, oh. known as pumpkin pie. You might have that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. If you would like, you can follow along on page 256 of your Book of Common Prayer. Almighty and gracious Father, we give you thanks for the fruits of the earth in their season, and for the labors of those who harvest them. Make us, we pray, faithful stewards of your great bounty, for the provision of our necessities and the relief of all who are in need, to the glory of your name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. So, Holly, I I need to tell you something about the Reverend Dr. Massey Shepherd Jr., that he will be the thing you say you're most thankful for around the Thanksgiving table? Well, yes. But... Of course, yes, okay. <laughs> Same. But, but also um, that the Reverend Dr. Massey Shepherd Jr. was not a perfect person. Hush your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so this collect is evidence of that. As we know from friend of the show, Derek Olson, hashtag liturgical rock star, mm-hmm. um, a collect is supposed to be a single thought, and part of that single thoughtness is being one sentence. You might note in this prayer that there is a period in it before the end. <sighs> this is not technically a collect. Oh my gosh. There, there may be some issues of invalid masses being said on Thanksgiving Day. I'm not, I'm not sure that it rises to that level. Does it, does it invalidate my belief system, or I mean, like what? Well, I, I just think that okay. So there's like this movement towards prayer book revision going on right now, and I just think we need to redeem the Reverend Dr. Massey Shepherd Jr. by um, replacing that period with a semicolon. The, with and a in, semicolon? Yeah, and in fact, like, maybe you should just mark it up in your prayer book that way right now. Wait, couldn't you colon it? You could colon it. And that would be an easy mark. Yeah. Just one oh, little yeah, dot. you'd never even notice. Yeah. Okay, hmm. that's awesome. Yes, the call it call is encouraging our listeners to <laughs> please deface your prayer books in your churches <laughs> and any other prayer books you come across. <laughs> oh, By the way, I'd like to apologize really quickly because um, during that discussion, my cat was licking the microphone with great zeal. So if you heard something bizarre, it wasn't me. I yeah, promise. Well, um, my cat is like making out with the microphone right now too so maybe our cats are in love (laughs) yeah (laughs) we're gonna have all kinds of whacked out audio i'm sorry listeners oh hashtag cat disclaimer yeah by the way speaking of prayer books i was at a bookstore while i was in lagos and i was like i'm gonna check the religion section to see if there is a uh, if there's a book of common prayer here from the anglican church of nigeria and there was not, but there was a BCP from the Church of Wales. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Cool. I don't know how. Did you get it? Or... No, I didn't. Cat, <laughs> what is happening? My cat has grown 
bored of your cat's flirtation and has moved on. Yeah. <laughs> so this was a revision by Dr. Shepard, but this prayer is actually pretty old, correct? It, it is. So Thanksgiving was declared a holiday by Abraham Lincoln, right? That sounds right. Yeah, we're just going to go with that. Um, yeah. But the prayer predates the holiday. So it goes back to 1604 and came into the American Prayer Book in 1789. Gotcha, gotcha. Other than the grammatical issue, it's it's passable. Yeah. I'm, it's, it's, it's not knocking my doors off or anything. No, no. I, it, it's, it's, it's very agricultural. Uh, yes. So we're giving thanks for the fruits of the earth and the labors of those who harvest them. Which, you know, given that it was written in 1604, sure. Yeah, I can go with that. Um, the part that the Reverend Dr. Massey Shepherd Jr. really changed here was uh, that this was originally a, a prayer uh, for plenty. So if you happened to be mm-hmm. in, you know, a, a good harvest or whatever, this was the prayer that you would pray to give thanks for it. The revision further extends it to pray that we may be faithful stewards of God's bounty and asks for the provision of relief for those who are in need. Makes sense. Yeah, so it's, um, yeah, I I can go with it. It's uh, not a very radical message on its face, but when you really stop to think about the fact that this prayer is saying that God has given us both everything that we need and enough to relieve all who are in need. That's a pretty shocking (laughs) kind of (laughs) paradigm shift. And as we are recording this, uh, you know, there's been this kerfuffle in England regarding an ad from the Church of England with, uh, uh, with the saying of the Lord's Prayer and it being, and the ad, um, not being accepted to be used in movie theaters. And our friend Susan Snook posted a uh, sermon on her Facebook page from a bishop in the Church of England, and his name is escaping me right now. Basically, the premise of the sermon, which was a little sneaky, was that, well, of course, this the Lord's Prayer doesn't belong in a commercial establishment such as a movie theater. And he was making the point that when we ask, give us this day our daily bread, um, we are asking to be given enough, not mm-hmm. not perpetually asking for more, which is kind of the point you were just making. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just going to say, though, I, this is a pretty good prayer, but unlike some of the prayers we, we've got that are uniquely beautiful or really conveying in an interesting fashion a deep theological concept, um, we've basically got, uh, thanks God, Let's use your gifts wisely. Amen. Yeah, it's a solid B prayer. Yeah, but gratitude is like an A thing to do. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Now, are you participating in any of these, you know, 30 days of gratitude, thanks kind of dealios? Uh, no. (laughs) Me either. It's okay. I don't really have the attention span for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm, you and I both did the um, the Advent photo thing last year, didn't we? Oh yeah, I, I like missed like fifty percent of the days, but mm. um, but yeah, I that I I, I half did it, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Is SSJE doing that again? 
I don't know. I'll have to take a look at that because I, I really enjoyed it last year. Yeah. All right. Listeners, um, tell us on the Twitter if you know. Yes. But anyway, you know, I'm seeing around me lots of people spending lots of time or at least purporting to spend lots of time from their Facebook posts and Twitter posts uh, giving thanks this month, which is uh, certainly a, a worthy way to spend your time. I don't think I have cultivated a practice of gratitude enough. Yeah, I, I know for a fact uh, that, that I have not done that. Um, I've not been terribly deliberate about it. But, you know, I was thinking about it um, a bit tonight. We're recording uh, a little bit later than we usually do in the evening. I, not that that matters to you listeners. You're probably listening to this like at 6 a.m. on the treadmill at the gym because you <laughs> all are so very healthy. I know this is well, true of all of you. That is 1,000% uh, true. <laughs> anyway, this evening uh, I was at a funeral uh, for uh, a person I didn't know very well, but he was in um, EFM with me, so I had gotten mm. to know him a bit over uh, the last year. You know, I, I was trying to think, knowing that we were about to do a Thanksgiving show, uh, about uh, trying to find some gratitude in, uh, in that moment. And so there were a couple of things that came to mind. This uh, person had been in quite poor health uh, for a long time, uh, particularly uh, had a lot of mobility issues. So hmm. didn't go to a lot of places beside church and home and doctor's appointments. Uh-huh. But he spent, and he was determined to make good use of his life. And so like, he spent a lot of time on Reddit looking for people who were having... Uh, questions about their faith or being bullied by other Redditors for <laughs> not believing the right things and really trying to, um, to, to minister to them via Reddit of all places. And, uh, and so, you know, so I'm thankful for the, the meaning he was able to make of his life and the good he was able to do with the world. And the other thing that I found myself being thankful for was that you know, when I came to Indianapolis, my parish, All Saints, had the reputation as the parish that was, you know, the one that was particularly sensitive to LGBT issues. And if you were a gay person who wanted to be comfortable in church, this was the parish to come to. Mm-hmm. Um, but this friend is, or was rather, a, uh, a trans man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the cathedral, you know, not so long ago was the Society Church where, you know, a transgendered funeral would have been remarked upon. Uh, And here, this was a lovely service with no fuss, just a a beautiful, loving send-off for uh, everything that he was. And I'm grateful for that, that my parish is not the only place anymore, that there are more loving Christians uh, in this city. Oh, that makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, this past Sunday in in church our bishop was visiting well i guess the bishop doesn't visit the cathedral he returns <laughs> um but he was telling this story uh, you know is there like a like an anecdote guide that bishops get when they put on the the mitre because i feel like bishops are good storytellers <laughs> and I also feel like I might have heard the same story from more than one of them but anywho this story was about a person who had been baptized as a 
as a child, but not as an infant. So six, seven, eight years old, something of that sort. And, and at the time would play a game with the rector of the congregation afterwards. She would lift up her bangs and, and the rector would say, oh, I still see your, I still see your cross. You're still marked. And then the, the anecdote went that this young girl went through some difficult challenges in her life and, and ended up leaving the church, dealing with addiction issues, getting into recovery, and later in life had the opportunity to see this this person, this priest who had baptized her again and told him that the thing that had kept her going through all of that was was remembering him saying that she was marked as Christ's own forever. Mm. He His message was kind of, what would you do if you really believed that you were marked as Christ's own forever? And how would your behavior change? Which was something that I certainly needed to hear. So I'm uh, very grateful that I was there. Um, I will confess that I considered staying home. (laughs) (laughs) I had just come home from a uh, my first executive council meeting where I did a lot of churching yeah. and <laughs> thought I might have done my duty for the week, but um, I went anyway, and that was a message I needed to hear. So I'm glad. That's wonderful. I'm also thankful that you're on executive council. Oh, thanks. Me too. I, I'm not thankful that you're not on executive council because I would like it better if you were there. Yeah. Yeah. We do more. Uh, we do more live shows. We could probably get it's the TV true. on. Oh, totally we could. I also probably think that the members of executive council are grateful that you aren't because we would be real obnoxious. <laughs> we would be passing notes all the time. Totally. Or like the internet equivalent. Yeah, running around interviewing people. <laughs> oh gosh, it'd be so obnoxious. I'm doing that all the time right now because we're getting up to doing the... Uh, diocesan profile for oh right and so i'm like interviewing anybody who will agree to talk to me on camera about the diocese Mm -hmm. so anyway listeners be warned (laughs) speaking of listeners in your diocese should we move on to our next little topic or Uh, yeah let's do it let's unveil this thing okay so those of you who listened to our 100th episode, which I'm certain was all of you because it was amazing, it was. might recall that Aaron DeVries of Let All Mortal Flesh Keep Silence fame invited us to submit a track for the Badgerland Christmas album. So, like Badgerland is now this place where just, you know, if you stumble on it and you happen to have the urge to sing a song and you send it to this guy in Canada... He will post it on the internet along with a whole bunch of other things and just for the sake of doing it. So that's kind of what it is. Well, I, I can guarantee that your listeners uh, do not want a submission from me. I am distinctly lacking in musical talent uh, in fairly spectacular fashion. That, that may, in yeah. fact, be a, a stronger case for you to submit something. Yeah, and uh, specifically he suggested that we could do a crazy spoken word thing over xylophones. He did say that. I think that that was in response to you saying, we don't sing, which is true. (laughs) I don't think he would have given that to anybody, (laughs) is what I'm saying. 
But regardless, uh, we did consider that option, but... Let's be real. Neither of us has a xylophone. Exactly. That that's the only thing stopping us, really. <laughs> it's true. Or a theremin. I would go with a theremin oh, as well. Be like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> so we have decided instead to crowdsource. Yes. So here's what's going to happen, friends. Sam Avot, a friend of the show, has already recorded for us a piano track for the song that we are going to do. Get out your hymnal 1982s, everybody, uh, mm-hmm. and open up to hymn number 92, uh, which is the one that uh, is called uh, On This Day Earth Shall Ring, or in Latin, Personant Hodie. Sure. Yeah. If you don't know it, like right off the top of your head, it's the one that at the end goes, Ideo, oh, Ideo, oh, Ideo, Gloria in Excelsis Deo. Yeah. Also, just like that. Exactly like that. So here's what we're proposing, <laughs> friends. We should also say that Sam Vault, who has graciously recorded this piano track, is, is a uh, friend of the show and also an IRL person in the diocese of indianapolis correct he is um and i have interviewed him for the bishop search diocesan profile so got it so what we what we are asking you dear dear friends is to send us a recording of you performing this song yes what we need you to do is that we are going to post a link in the show notes and on Twitter and Facebook and everywhere so that you can download uh, the audio. And in fact, I'll just append the audio to the end of the show so that you don't even have to go anywhere else uh, because we need you to be in time. Uh, mm. But So you can sing. We would love that if you would do that. Talented singers. Um, say opera singers who have been a guest on the show. Uh, <clears throat> you, you have an assignment. Um, We want you to sing in time, but if you don't want to sing, uh, but you want to do a kazoo uh, or a sleigh bell track or something like that, uh, that would be awesome too. Yes. Do not worry about being good. God knows we won't be. Right. Uh, (laughs) But we are are going to take a page from friend of the G's, Nadia Bolts Weber, (laughs) and and we're going to we're going to try to be anti-excellence and pro-participation. And just to make ourselves vulnerable, Sam Vaught is actually coming on the show uh, next week. Uh, Sam is a person with actual musical talent, by the way. Uh, I I should add this. And he is going to uh, coach Holly and me through our singing parts. Oh, my God. It's going to be such a disaster, Brandon. (laughs) I know. (laughs) God love this youngster who is going to try to teach some old dogs some very new tricks. <laughs> so, people, we are on deadline, by the way. Uh, mm-hmm. So we need the tracks from you uh, no later than December 6th. Uh, so this, incidentally, would be a perfect activity to do with your friends and family after you have all had um, too much wine at Thanksgiving. Oh, copious amounts of wine. And then just, you know, just even be like hey guys let's sing a hymn throw your iphone on the table hit record they don't even have to know that's right (laughs) 
except that might be illegal. Uh, so yeah, wasn't there something about an illegal recording at Executive Council? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to get everybody to record on this day Earth Show Ring, but it didn't work <laughs> out. <laughs> uh, yes, actually, there was a, a bizarre uh, a, a a running digital recorder was taped underneath the head table where the presiding bishop and the president of the House of Deputies were seated. Wow, it's like Watergate up in there. Oh my God, right? I mean, I guess if somebody really wanted to hear the chancellor of the House of Deputies explain fiduciary duties, I mean, (laughs) there were easier ways to get in that room. (laughs) Wow. Anywho, so that is um, actually going to happen. We are encouraging enthusiasm and minimizing the need for talent as we've discussed and in our show notes we will send give you the instructions on how to get these fine recordings to us right right. if the file is small enough just send it to our email address yes which is the call it call at x8movement.org thank you i just blanked on it for some reason right there Yeah, and if it doesn't work out to do it that way, just send an email and we can figure out a way that you can upload it to Google Drive or something of that sort. Exactly. December 6th, Hymn 92, Aaron DeVries, Other Words, I'm making bullet (laughs) points. These things are all happening. They are all (laughs) happening. It's amazing. This is the collect call giving you permission to sing a Christmas carol during Advent. It's true. Do not tell (laughs) the liturgical freaks in your community. Yeah. Are we ready for the Twitter challenge? (laughs) I think we are, Brendan. (laughs) This is what happens when we don't record for a couple of weeks. You know, we get off our game. I know. I know. Or maybe on our game, as the case may be. Okay, I'm ready when you are. I am also ready. All right. I can go first. Uh, Sure. I've squeaked in with zero characters to spare here. Wow. It is right to give God thanks and praise. Also, God might enjoy some turkey and stuffing if you have some to spare. Because hashtag Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you should have gone second because, um, well, here's mine. It's a little (laughs) rhyming couplet. Because its ingredients are murky, I give thanks that my family doesn't serve tofurkey. Hashtag Thanksgiving. (laughs) That was beautiful. So we would love to hear from you what you are giving thanks for this uh, holiday season. And uh, you can find us on Twitter at The Collect Call. Or, as previously mentioned, you can email us at The Collect Call at Act8Movement.org. Uh, and you can find our parent organization, the Acts 8 Movement, at Act8Movement.org. Uh, or on Facebook or Twitter at Acts 8 Movement. Our music is Let All Mortal Flesh Keep Silence by Aaron DeVries, which is distributed under a Creative Commons license. And you can find more of Aaron's music at badgerland.bandcamp.com. And The Collect Call is a member of the Via Media Collective, a network of podcasts with an Anglican sensibility. Our sister shows, Easter People and Padres Pods, have been dormant for a while, uh, but we got an email this week from uh, Sean Maloney, the Padre of Padres Pods, uh, saying that he will be back soon, so keep an eye on his feed. 
I love it when people come back. Mm-hmm. And you can join us next week for um, some <laughs> singy time. And, it's going to um, be just like the voice, Holly. It's going to be so good. <laughs> Except people will turn their chairs away instead of towards. <laughs> yeah, but this is radio. They can't see it. That's true. Very, very good point. <laughs> um, we will also be discussing, um, I believe, the Collect for St. Andrew. Woo-hoo. Happy Thanksgiving, Holly. Happy Thanksgiving. And since we won't, um, this might be the last uh, time you hear from us beforehand. Have a blessed beginning to your Advent season. That's right. Um, we, we wish you a happy new year. Say hello to year C with joy. Ooh, ooh. Six winged seraph, cherubim with sleepless eye, veil their faces to the presence as with ceaseless voice they cry, Alleluia, 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 Lord, 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 Lord. 